listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Louise, who's the co-founder of People for Ocean, joins me here today. Louise is a reef scientist who has dedicated her life to the protection of the ecosystems and coral reefs. After finding the devastating effects chemical sunscreens were having on our reefs and the harmful ingredients on our skin, Louise and her husband developed P4O. The brand not only aims to put an end to sunscreen pollution, but also helps reef conservation initiatives by donating $1 for every product sold towards these initiatives. People for Ocean is a reef-friendly sunscreen brand that is not only gentle on your skin, but also marine life. In this episode, we talk about starting the sunscreen business, winning awards, business growth, and branding. Hi, Louise. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? Hi, Alison. Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm really, really well. Whereabouts are you based? Uh, So we're based on the Mornington Peninsula south of Melbourne in Rye. Yeah, I know Mornington Peninsula. So you're in isolation at the moment, correct? Yes, again. Countdown is on. on. Yeah, well, listen, it's, it's been a year where we've had to adapt and I guess now we're very used to switching our... day-to-day routine and you know do the best with what we have so yeah we can't complain we're not stuck in the city we're next to the beach so very grateful wow so tell me a little bit about yourself uh all right so yeah I'll start about myself so you may hear a bit of an accent I'm um French uh, originally my both my parents are French And uh, I've come to Australia in 2012 to study marine biology in James Cook University in Townsville and to um, study my master's actually. So since then, I haven't really left Australia. I met my husband, Austin, uh, during our studies, during our master's, and we both got our master's um, in 2013 and we started traveling and working abroad in the field of marine biology and we quickly specialized in uh, restoration. So we lived a few years in the Indian Ocean, Mauritius and Seychelles and really specialized in that field, growing corals, um, you know, propagating them in nurseries. And we've had a blast. It was so much fun. And we're still, we're still doing that, but we now have this, other side of the of the business of our everyday life that incorporates reef safe sunscreen and so we after our time abroad we returned to melbourne to launch people for ocean sun care in 2018 and we've been we've been uh, around melbourne since then wow so okay so the brand of the sunscreen is called people for ocean tell us a little bit about it uh, so yeah, the brand's called People for Ocean, and we really wanted to make it obvious for the customers that this was people fighting for the ocean because of our background in marine biology and just the fact that we dedicated our lives to the to the oceans, to protecting the oceans and raising awareness on issues like coral bleaching and especially the coral crisis. Um, and yeah, the brand pretty much. Uh, is about 
a reef safe sun care range that really incorporates respect for the ocean, but also respect for our skin. And we've really realized as we started formulating our products that they go really hand in hand. Mm -hmm. uh, a product that is good for the skin we will usually be have less impact on the ocean yeah so yeah this is this is the roots of the name people for ocean and we link it up with our reef restoration background and marine biology background uh, through the mission of the brand which is donating a percentage of profits back to reef restoration projects around the world including projects we've worked on uh, with my husband and that we really approve, but as we as we've realized uh, with experiences, a lot of those NGOs around the world and good projects are always starving for funds. Mm -hmm. So with the brand and with this simple idea of creating a, a good product for us, the idea was also to um, feed and support NGOs that we really wanted to help. Yeah. to make a change in the world. And we think that just an everyday uh, product like sunscreen is, is, quite, is quite a nice thing to do um, a donation with because people are applying it every day. And yes. that means they can do good for the ocean every day just yeah. by applying it. Gosh, you've got some good messaging behind that product. Did you, did you know where on earth where to start when you, when you started off with formulating this, this product? Yeah, so it's been it's been a, an adventure. Yeah. Uh, sunscreen, so sunscreen, nat natural to be to start with, uh, in Australia with some of the strictest standards and sun protection on the planet. Uh, but it's actually, you know, we have. So what I didn't um, what I didn't say is we. Um, my husband's mother, her name's Jean, and she's owned a spa brand for the past 20 years and formulated natural skincare in Australia with organic ingredients, the best. And we would have never got into this business with my husband if it wasn't also for that background. So yeah. by combining our expertise of marine biology with her expertise of the skin, we were able to create this product that really met our standards and for both, you know, for the skin and for the ocean. And bring this beautiful cosmetic aspect to sunscreen because we always notice that people don't really consider sunscreen as a feel good product or a do good product. It's more like I'm gonna apply sunscreen to avoid getting sunburned, but I'm not expecting the product to do anything else for my skin. So we wanted so to bring a bit of a treat and treatment to uh, sunscreen. That's how we formulated it. That's how we started. We want the best ingredients that are good for the skin with an SPF. Mm. With an SPF in there. Did yeah. you, as you're formulating the product and you know research and testing and trialing, how long did that whole process take you? So we started really researching. Uh, it took us about two years to come up with our first sunscreen, the SPF 30. Uh, the trick with the with zinc is not to look uh, pasty white when you apply it. Um, so that took us a little while, and this is how we came up with the idea of pigment um, pigmentation, like carrot pigments and carrot oil, to mimic the skin tones of the skin mm. as much as possible. Um, and 
that was a winning product. And then we started developing the range. And now there's a bit more options with zinc, you know, with micronized zinc. And we're getting very good at zinc because it's becoming very popular because it's reef safe. It complies with Hawaii, for example, who has now banned any chemical sunscreens, yeah. or at least the worst of them. But now the mineral is really back on stage. I think um, worldwide, the, the industry is really trying to adapt mm. to moving away from the chemicals. And it's just been, there hasn't been much, you know, improvement on that end since the creation, since the seventies, you know, um, it's always been the same chemical based sunscreens. And it's right. usually a cocktail of chemicals. And we, in manufacturing, we realize how, different the costs were with manufacturing right. a, a natural mineral product versus a chemical based yeah. the you know the investments are tenfold with a, a natural um, mineral product the uh, ingredients are more expensive and we were really trying to not compromise on sustainability trying to find local ingredients package in local packaging that is low carbon footprint, we've really done so much research on that. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been very interesting. And we learned so much about the skin. We learned so much about the impacts that yeah. chemical sunscreens can have on the skin. It's been, yeah, it's been really interesting. <laughs> won some awards along the way as well, which has been great. Yeah, yeah, some awards. So yeah, that was, that was a really a big highlight of 2020. It gave us a real push after this tough year to get um, the highest rewards in the Israel Non-Toxic Award. So it's it's quite of a it's a fair fairly new award, but I love the fact that the awards exist in the first place. That's mm -hmm. the second year they're doing it. It's just a real indicator of the change in mentalities, the fact that there is a non-toxic award to uh, reward the brands that are spending time and effort to making their products the less toxic possible. And so we entered the awards last year. It took a few months. We entered, so two of our products, the SPF 30 Nourishing Sunscreen and the SPF 50 Vegan Sunscreen. And so they uh, automatically entered uh, these products in the sunscreen and kids sunscreen category. Uh, so yeah, there was two categories in the awards and the results uh, came a few months later after sending a bunch of products to experts and having these uh, experts review and um, experiment the product, I guess, uh, apply, and, you know, using it in the field, et cetera, with their families. And we were so thrilled. We, the, the SPF 30 sunscreen received gold in the sunscreen category and our SPF 50 vegan sunscreen was uh, rewarded silver in that same category, but then also gold in the kids sunscreen category. So we couldn't have been happier <laughs> with the outcome. And it's it's really given us a good push and some uh, recognition and also self-confidence to keep going. Mm. It's been yeah. amazing. Amazing. So, okay, so in the range, you've got the SPF 50, which is vegan, you've got the SPF 30, and then you've also got an after sun solution. Is that correct? Yes. So we have we have four products currently in the range with exciting new products coming this year. Um, three sunscreens and one after sun. Uh, all our products are pretty much plant-based. The only thing that is not vegan in the SPF 30 sunscreen, for example, is going to be the beeswax that is... Right. 
very sustainable and harvested in Tasmania. And then you have, nowadays you have vegan alternatives to beeswax. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately these come from a Mexican bush called candelilla. So it's the candelilla wax and it grows in Mexico. It's imported from Mexico. And we thought, let's let's do a little bit of both. Let's do local sustainable beeswax and let's also do products that uh, cater to vegans, but they're not so local in terms of where the wax is being sourced. Mm. But it's beautiful. Candelilla wax is, has got very similar properties to the beeswax, but has a slightly different melting uh, temperature, but it feels very light and it's got the same water resistant properties. That's why we add beeswax in the cream is not only for skin conditioning, but it's also for water resistance. Right. So how long does the sunscreen last for in the water? All right. So under the TGA uh, certification, which is the uh, Australian Therapeutic Goods Administration, we have a three-hour water resistance yeah. on all our sunscreens. Yeah. So, right. And, you know, in terms of application, sometimes this is a little confusing for consumers because they'll see three-hour water resistance on the front. And then on the back, it will say reapply every two hours or after swimming, sweating, or toweling. But these are these are such standard um, directions of use for sunscreen because especially in Australia, reapplication is key. Um, there is rubbing with the clothes and everything. So it is recommended to reapply sunscreen every two hours, no matter the water resistance. Yeah. And and you know, spending three hours in the water we always recommend that if that's the case, wear protective clothing, you know, always complement sunscreen application with protective clothing on largest parts of your body. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it can, yeah. can get tricky if you spend three hours in the surf. So, uh, so what's your role in the company? Right, so we're, you know, we're a growing business and we're, um, I'm, I founded a business with uh, my husband and we've been pretty much on every front since the start, we take care of sales and account maintenance and um, website and dispatch. So we're, yeah, we're pretty full on. And it's, it was a, 2020 was a good year to really um, get organized in that sense. Um, but it's, it's difficult when we have to also travel for projects. So in 2019, we we were able to travel to Fiji and French Polynesia for two different uh, projects related to reef conservation. And in that case, you know, we have a beautiful team at, at Lagaya. So Lagaya Unedited is the brand we have co-formulated the products with. Mm -hmm. And we really work together uh, on everything. And especially product development but yeah so far it's been it's been a busy couple of years but you know it's always like that for startups yeah <laughs> absolutely so you mentioned that you've got some more products in the range can you say what any of these products are oh we can't really say yet we yeah. are working on our you know launch campaign and expectation campaign but we're coming up so the next product that comes up will be a great um uh uh, zero waste uh, little product and it's also going to be vegan every product we'll launch will be vegan yeah so do you yeah. find having vegan products you know that that you make a lot of sales to vegans because we, we're generally finding that you know vegan is a very highly used search term 
Um, uh-huh. So, you know, people can quite often find your product if it is vegan-related. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a growing trend in uh, uh, vegan demographics and just uh, uh, earth-conscious in general, which is really, really great, which is amazing. Uh, but in Australia, we, we feel the, the vegan community is becoming more um, widespread and uh, very... Um, determinant in where businesses need to move towards yeah. so yeah we've we've seen a big um our, our little vegan is our bestseller mm. it's a great it's I a bet. great uh, i i assume that yeah do you find because your price points for sunscreen is higher than uh, than competitors and i'm assuming that's because of the products and you know all the costs as you say involved in you know producing and getting to that point has that been a deterrent at all for sales or are people happy to pay a higher price point so that was uh that was something that was important to us um because of our uh link with lagaya unedited who caters to spas and high-end resorts. We have this standard to uh, obey by in terms of luxury and feel and price point, but we didn't want to make the product unobtainable to most. Um, and when we worked on pricing, yes, we didn't compromise on quality ingredients and you know localism, we manufacture everything in Australia. So that comes with a cost, uh, you know, um, the packaging, uh, the the manufacturing, every collateral we do, the brochures, the little bags, they're all made in Australia. So yeah. that comes with cost, but it's so rewarding. Yes. So when we did our pricing, what we did is our competitors, you know, when you look at other minimal sunscreen brands, you'll see a price point of about $30, but for a very small packaging. So when you compare our SPF 30 is a 200 mil product and it's actually not more expensive than other brands that are selling 100 mil, so half size. And because in formulation, we've decided not to dilute with water, the product's extra concentrated in what your skin needs. So you don't need to apply as much. People are always very surprised in how much they're saving uh, and how much the tubes lasting them because they only have to apply a pea size on the face and the product will beautifully spread on the skin and melt and then soak in rather than a sunscreen lotion that is chemical based. If you turn over your bottle, most of the most of the time, the first non-active ingredient is going to be water. And that is because most of the product is water because manufacturers heavily dilute to, you know, give that lotiony feel, but maybe yeah. to cut on cost, who knows, but we've decided not to put any water. And the, the presence of water in the formula requires preservatives. So that's a double, it's a win-win not to put water. You don't require preservatives. The preservative aspect of our products is in the packaging, how we've designed the packaging with several layers to protect from any oxidation or sun, you know, um, sun damage when the tube's sitting on the beach, et cetera. So yeah, it, 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 it took a bit of thought process, but in the end, we think the pricing is really worth it for the quality and long lasting mm. quality of the product. Yeah. yeah. And so, no, it hasn't been a deterrent 
actually didn't That's answer your question. Yeah, 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 yeah. So where, where um, are you selling the product? Like obviously it's on your website, but do you have it, are you uh, selling it through retail outlets? Yeah, so we've got really cool things coming up for uh, this year. Uh, so far, we've really launched a brand throughout the um, the resort industry mm-hmm. and spa industry. So that's how, you know, for the past two years, we've really been growing is into uh, four and five star hotels in, around Australia. We are... Uh, in most of the luxury lodges of Australia, we have a lot of beautiful spas um, and day spas. And so now, yeah, it's it's now shifting to that widespread uh, presence Australia-wide. Right. Uh, so that's very exciting. We're really excited wow. to. So to with that type of distribution, have you done that yourself or have you worked with a distributor? Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be with distribution, yeah. yeah so, right. Did did you did you do all of the distribution though into the day spas? Yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've worked. Um, there's a lot of training that comes with the product because after each skin treatment, you're probably aware you need to apply natural sunscreen. So mm-hmm. when you have when you get a skin peel. Uh, laser, anything like that, the first product they apply after the treatment will be a mineral sunscreen. So this is how we incorporated our sunscreens in all spa treatments around these hotels. And we're also at the boutique. Yeah. And so by the pool. so yeah. yeah, we've have uh, we've we've done a lot of uh, accounts, um, you know, uh, support and lots of training and because the story of the brand is so rich we feel it's important to um, make sure it's well communicated to the customer yeah and look I'm not surprised because there's layers and layers of story and education you know with this product that I, I can imagine that you had to do um, you know like just mm-hmm. even when, when you, someone's stocking the product they need to understand the product and the brand yeah, that's right. We do. We sincerely think this is more than a sunscreen. We, yeah. uh, our motto, our motto is protect more than your skin. And just by choosing people for ocean, um, every uh, product sale uh, contributes a percentage towards reef restoration um, around Australia and worldwide. But also, the fact of caring for your skin and choosing products that are sustainably made in Australia. That's why the awards were amazing for us is because the awards really awarded safety, ethics, and sustainability. And we really got validation on on these three um, critical criterias for us. So yeah, it is it is a wholesome product. We feel it's a very wholesome product and it's doing much more than protecting your skin from UV damage. Yeah. Absolutely. The packaging is just beautiful as well. Yes, the packaging, uh, we love, everybody is so fond of the packaging mm. and it's, it's, it's all made in Australia in this great factory that's solar powered and it's actually sugarcane bioplastic. So mm. it has a much lower carbon footprint than normal standard PET. Right. So PET will be made from um, fossil fuels, fossil fuels, but uh, sugarcane bioplastic will absorb part of the CO2 of the whole process just because the sugarcane as it grows will absorb CO2. 
So in the end, if you manufacture that in a solar powered factory, you end up with uh, packaging that is very low in its carbon footprint, almost neutral. And that's, that's such a cool thing to be able to achieve. And there's so much advancements on the packaging and, and plastic technologies these days. We're really hoping to improve always on that. So that's, you know, we're very adaptable and how can we improve uh, and minimize our impact on the planet using new technologies? Um, yeah, so it's been super interesting to work yeah. with Australian manufacturers. I, I also think your photography is is fabulous as well. It really does position the, the product outside of the sunscreen category. Oh, yeah, the uh, product photography. Yeah, yeah it was really it was good. a fun day. Yeah, we worked with this cool little um, studio in Brunswick, and I, I actually collected all the sponges and woods, driftwoods on the beach down here in Mornington. So it's all local decoration. <laughs> and even the sand is local, and we had fun styling the product. Yeah, very happy with that. Yeah, no, they did a, such a good job. Such a good job. Yeah. All right, Louise, so where can everyone find People for Ocean? So head to uh, peopleforocean.com. So that's people4ocean.com. And we'll, we're putting up a new uh, product locator with all our new locations. It's been, it's been booming since September. So we're really happy that um, people are coming on board after COVID, supporting uh, local brand, sustainable, and just great for the skin. And there is no turning back. Everybody is trying the products, leaving you know five star reviews, and just have never experienced a sunscreen like this. So, yeah, really um, try it out. <laughs> Louise, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much to you, Alison. It was beautiful meeting you. <laughs>